You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. As we said, we're going to be taking a look at the State of the Nation address that is expected to happen tomorrow. There's a lot of uh, talk around what we hope the president will say, but also what we know the president might not say. I'm joined on the line by Dr. Ntabi Seng Muleko, who is a developmental economist at Stellenbosch Business School. Uh, to take a look at this, good evening, Dr. Muleko. Thanks so much for taking the time. Um, year in, year out, we get a State of the Nation address. It's always promises it's always this is what we've done this is what we've achieved what are we expecting this time around um well we haven't met uh thank you so much by the way for having me so around i'd say 56 percent which is more than half of our targets which were set out last year uh these were not met and uh the bulk of them 44 percent that were met um were the minority so we had about 62 commitments um, and if you just look historically, you can look at uh, the financial services or financial access, which is around growing the economy and jobs. So the bulk of the issues that uh, the president mentioned around corporatization and licensing of, for an example, the Post Bank, uh, setting up an SA, uh, SME fund um, of $10 billion to support uh, the growth of small businesses. Um, I think issues around specifically sectors like hemp and cannabis, uh, which needed regulatory frameworks to enable investment, and particularly uh, communities in the Eastern Cape and those who have this uh, growing naturally. Uh, it's a big no. We weren't able to uh, yield results in this uh, respect. If you look at the enablers or what we call logistics and network industries uh, that enable growth, uh, we weren't able to finalize uh, some of our appointments, uh, particularly bidding um, we had two, only one of the two was appointed in terms of the terminals between Durban and Mocha. Uh, we were meant to uh, rehabilitate our Transnet locomotives and expand the fleet and also restructure Transnet freight rail. We didn't do this. So if I just go through the list, there's a battery of commitments. Uh, but you can see there, from the growth perspective, um, we didn't yield the outcomes we want, particularly unemployment and jobs. Again, um, and I think the bottom question and the underlying question one wants to know is, what, what, what is the cause? And I think one of the underlying direct causes is that the composition of our growth and the growth strategy cannot yield change unless we change the structure of our growth. We will change the, the rate of growth, the type of growth, the impact of growth, if we change the composition of our growth. And the composition requires that we industrialize, we manufacture, we produce, we include more South Africans that are excluded, the youth, women, and black South Africans in particular. And these have to be done deliberately. And I think some of the targets are very well thought through, but we have to realize them and action them so that we can see the transformation we need in the economy. There are other aspects around social indicators, safety and security, crime, and so forth. They're part of the less than uh, uh, 40% of the targets that were met. 44% uh, were met, uh, 56% not met. This is what I love about chatting to developmental economists. It's always solutions and solving the problems. I, I, as you're speaking, I know of a friend who uh, is a developmental economist who sounds very similar and would reiterate a lot of the points that you are mentioning here. Uh, Dr. Moleko, we we are looking at this from a rational and a logical point of view. The reality is we're in an election year. We're going to get promises tomorrow. We're going to get conversations that uh, we may have had for the last couple of years. We're going to be told load shedding is going to end and all of that. What practical pronouncements are we needing 
to to hear tomorrow from an, a growth perspective, from an economic perspective, given that we sit with 58% youth unemployment? What practical things um, do we need to hear instead of uh, more promises? Well, the first thing that I would uh, focus on is what I've promised before. Mm. Uh, I think the, the logical thing is to not make new promises. Uh, so let's look at what did I say I would do before. Okay, I haven't met... <clears throat> Uh, I haven't met, uh, of the 62 I said I'd meet, I haven't met 35. So what will I do about finalization of the licensing of the postbank? Um, what will I do about the SMME fund? Why is that important? It's important primarily because SMMEs, being the backbone of any economy, require finance. Financial inclusion is one of the direct uh, uh, giveaways of whether you're going to see a growing economy or an unequal non-inclusive economy. And South African banks have been unable to assist with the financial structure that we see and the hegemony and oligopolistic structure of four or five banks that control more than 80% of the value of assets in banking uh, finance currently. So the, the, the state has to intervene deliberately. Uh, the state has to intervene. And I think that for me, the key drivers, I would, I would cluster them, I would focus the first beam, which can be done, the capacity of the state. The president had promised that he, he's going to do not, uh, not just, um, I think, a skills audit, but to make government work. One of the things is to, to ensure entry exams for those who enter the public service. Uh, do they have the required and the requisite skills? Because the public sector is the one that the budget and treasury give all of the resources that uh, the commissioner of South Commission is collecting. How well is this money being utilized? Do the people within these departments have the competence? The issue of uh, fulfilling our commitments, even in the different departments in different provinces, money is being turned back. This is uh, money that can, that can be used in health and education across the board, ECD, whether it's expansion of um, infrastructure and under-resourced areas. But if you don't have the people who have the capacity in uh, education, in the security cluster, in our policing system, uh, you're not going to be able to meet your commitments. So you've got to, uh, that can be done immediately. I think the other aspect is money that need to be uh, made use of for long-term infrastructure development. We can use the local capital. We don't need to uh, always borrow money from your uh, multilateral agencies, your, your, your IMF and World Bank. Foreign currency denominated debt is destroying Africa. We are becoming very, and uh, um, we are becoming, uh, many countries are having to enter debt restructuring, primarily because currencies are weakening. We have seen it in South Africa and the czar against the dollar, but we are seeing it because of the weakening commodity prices. And many of our economies are reliant on forex earned from exports of commodities. So the minute your currency depreciates and you see a weakening of the uh, uh, exchange rate of the currency, whether it's the quacha or the CD, in this case the czar, your revenue collection and your ability to meet your targeted uh, payments to your multilateral agencies weaken. And then you are sitting with a probability of default and sovereign risk premiums heighten and all kinds of problems from the public deficit side. So we need to look at using our savings and capital, particularly from the private sector, more carefully. I think there's an infrastructure asset class that has now been uh, uh, recommended through Regulation 28. That is an opportunity uh, for us to use that. We've got the infrastructure fund from the DBSA. Let's capitalize and use our savings for development through the mechanisms 
that the financial markets enable. So there's a couple of things that can be done. We have the infrastructure and the institutions, but I think the will and the urgency um, around that is what needs to be fast-tracked. How I wish we had more time for this conversation, but we're definitely going to come back to it and we're going to have uh, an extended version of this. But for now, we'll leave it at that. That's uh, Dr. Ntabi Singh Moleko, uh, developmental economist at Stellenbosch Business School, sharing uh, her thoughts and insights around uh, Sona 2024 as we await that speech from the president tomorrow evening. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.